are you doing? What are you doing? Every day. Every day. Consciously. Consciously. Or subconsciously. Or subconsciously. That is self-sabotaging your life. That is self-sabotaging your life. You put me on the platform to tell the truth. You speak to me when I be speaking to you. Yo, welcome to the Question Mind Podcast, home for building a six-figure, seven-figure, multi-figure mindset through the power of a question. And we're here to help guide you and to having those mindset shifts so you unlock, you have access to that door, to that path to success. Now, you guys know I'm super grateful for having this platform, and I always want to thank my spiritual father first for the wisdom and knowledge he has given me on this journey. And most importantly, I have my man Jacob here, my man Jacob Perigo. What's going on, brother? Yeah, today's going to be a special episode, a special conversation to have with you guys. This man has a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom, a lot of... God has given him access to a lot of things. He has a unique journey, and he's super humble and super willing to share to help impact and change people's lives. So I know I I, I, I know you I know I probably didn't do I wouldn't be I wouldn't do too good of an intro unless it was coming from you, Jacob. So go ahead and tell the people who you are, what do you do, things of that nature. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Jacob Perigo. Uh, I am a co-founder of a company called Leader Sharpening. We're a leadership development uh, company. Uh, I help uh, young entrepreneurs like yourself and established companies uh, scale and break through limiting mindsets and mm-hmm. uh, grow their businesses uh, through proper mindset, uh, proper nutrition, proper, you know, just uh, formulations of life, so to speak. We get the plan together and teach you how to uh, develop a relationship with your ego and keep the trajectory going forward uh, and not bogged down by, uh, you know, little simple tasks that happen to us in life. Uh, also a real estate investor and uh, and a local uh, real estate agent as well. My man wears a lot of hats, man. I love it. Hey, man, and a father of two. I can't leave out my two boys, right? That's the most mm-hmm. important thing. That's my big why as to why I do everything is to provide a life for them that I could never even imagine for myself as a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's what fills my cup and, uh, and, and truly blessed. Mm-hmm. I, I like that you said your big why, uh, Jacob. And that leads me to, I always ask everybody these types of questions when they get on because I like to get their perspective on their journey because everybody has their own wisdom and they receive knowledge from other people, but they applied it into their own unique way in their own lives. So you said you had a big why. Uh, The question is, you know, you're on this journey of success. You're on this journey on building a life for your kids, building a life for yourself, building a life worth living. What was the mindset shift that you had that kind of opened your eyes to that possibility on living that, on living a life worth living, on living a life where it's okay to have nice things, it's okay to be successful, it's okay to chase and drive and have that immense amount of motivation. What unlocked that for you? Man, I got, I got to tell you, I think it was really... Uh You know, I always kind of had a drive of wanting to be successful um, and was doing it in in a lot of different avenues, but I'd never felt that my cup was being filled Mm. because I was doing it for for not the right reasons. I I was doing it. um, I was like like we spoke earlier briefly, I, I I was attempting to fix internal problems with external things. And uh, it was during, really during the pandemic where I really began to wake up through those times of isolation and realize being self-reflective and, and sitting without judgment upon myself and really seeing where I was at, not only mentally, uh, but spiritually, uh, mm. you know, and, and, and it hit me one day, if, if you don't fix what's going on, the turmoil that you have going on inside, you, you know, the, 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 the separation, the discontent, 
I don't fix that, then, uh, then the success that I envision on the screen of my imagination will never occur. Definitely. And, uh, and I say my children are my big why, and they are a huge part of my big why, uh, Oliver, but uh, my true big why is to, is to be better every single day. Like, mm. be better than I was the day before. And if I can truly be purposeful with that each day, uh, providing that better life for my children, that better life for, for my family, and uh, positively affecting others, uh, it just kind of all falls into place. I like that. I, li- yeah. I like that you said you want to be better every day. And I want to touch on that a little bit because some people believe, hey, you know, I'm good where I'm at. I have a good job. Everything's fine right now. Uh, what what made you want to focus on just being better every day and not settling for where you are and not settling? Because you're successful as it is. You drive a nice <laughs> car, have nice kids, <laughs> enjoy life. Like I, I uh, see, I you, see you now. Thank I see you, you now. But what makes you want to be better, not just settling for where you are and to constantly grow in life? Uh, it was uh, the spiritual awakening I had to truly know, you know, what it meant, like in Scripture, when it says that, you know, we are made in God's image. Mm. Well, if I'm made in God's image and you're made in God's image and we're all made in God's image, then, I mean, look how powerful and amazing God is. Yeah. So they say, Praise you know, God. they that's say, a, the model. absolutely, right? And they say, you know, like in Scripture, right, uh, it says uh, with, with faith you can move a mountain. Mm. Well, then that, I started truly to understand just how powerful we were. And with the power of mind, I, I, I began to realize that I was in a negative connotation, right? And what I mean by that is, for instance, like your self-talk, right? Mm-hmm. My self-talk leads directly to your self-image. So when you, when you say your self-talk, are you talking about like how you, what you say to yourself in your mind, how do you speak yeah. to yourself out, out loud? Like what, like, like in your what mind. does that entail? Of? So like in your mind, right? Like we're, we grow up and, and you know, from the years of zero to seven, right? You're programmed for this world, so to speak. That's yeah. the most learning you do is from zero to seven, right? And these are when you're taught so many things mm-hmm. and growing up in, you know, uh, in, an, in, in, a, in, a, in poverty, basically, and things like that. Like I, I, I was taught like, you know, you know, negative connotations on money or negative connotations mm, on, like on money on doesn't work. grow on trees. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know that you know the vibes, right? Like money doesn't grow on trees, or it's hard to make money, or is it yeah. right? And and all of these things, and then it hit me one day. What about these things are true? Like I'm telling myself these things always, and it feels like such a mm. struggle. And then, it, well, if God loves us unconditionally, right, which we know that He does, then life really isn't a struggle it's your illusion that life is a struggle yeah it's what it's what you were receiving subconsciously and sometimes consciously based off of the people around you the environment you put yourself in things of that nature so you said it was your self-talk and what else that led you so yeah so then it like it's kind of like a like a circle right like so your so your self-talk directly leads to the self-image you have right Uh so if you're constantly telling yourself negative things like for instance, like I, for a very long time, I didn't feel that I was intelligent enough. Mm. I didn't feel that I that I was very intelligent, very smart, and and it couldn't be farther from the truth. We all have supreme intelligence. It's if you choose to tap into it and give it energy and truly begin to learn who you are. Yeah. And then so that negative self-image, right, that I began to develop of myself, then led to negative actions, right? Uh, you know, younger, wow. breaking the law, doing drugs, partying, you know, because there's the actions because I didn't feel 
worthy. I didn't feel good enough, right? Yeah, yeah. you didn't feel like you, you deserved that life or Ooh, that Oh, that's a beautiful or, word, deserve. Yeah, yeah I, I had a very big issue with deserving things, right? Like that was something that I that I was able to, or still even work on. Yeah, uh, a lot of people has that issue. Correct, you know? Yeah. And, it, and then, so then the actions, you know, were negative. So then the results I would get, of course, were negative, right? Yeah, because uh, I, I believe in this philosophy on the energy you put out is the energy you receive. Oh, if, you're having a, if you're having a conversation with somebody and you yell at them or you act out emotionally, they're going to have, th it's, it's prone for them to have that, that energy to be jumped back onto you. Whether theirs is more severe than yours, you might, you might yell, it might be like a soft puppy, but they yell, it might be a line, you might feel even more offended, and that's just a chain reaction of negative energy. So it's just oh, shifting that energy. So what you're describing right there is called uh, reaction versus response, as I yeah. like to you know, coach uh, individuals with. And, and I always say, like, man, stay out of re reaction and stay mm. in response. And I'd mm. love to give, like, a, uh, um, an example of dri driving down the highway and someone cuts you off, right? Yeah. You could very easily be like, ah, right, and, yeah. and pull up alongside of them. And the next and thing just you know, right. Just try to fight, yeah. Right, and now <laughs> yeah, you're definitely. pulled off, and now you're, now you're, you know, run off the road <laughs> and got a flat tire, and now look what your day is, right? Yeah. Versus, like, someone cutting you off and then just going, hey, you, you know, it just is what let, it is. Just you need to keep it moving, right? Yeah. So, you know, those negative actions gave me negative results that then directly led back to my negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. And it builds like a snowball, my friend. And then just like self-talk, self-image, right. all these things. Right, and it's just growing and it's growing and it's growing. So when I began to wake up, as I call it, right, and, and truly began to understand that, man, God loves you. God, God has Amen. unconditional love for you. You know, you know what I mean? You are made in God's image. Yeah. Therefore, you are here to create for basically God's entertainment, I like to say, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because we're all creatures of God, so we're all having these unique, perfect experiences for God. So I then began to really understand and really try to, to figure out, like, okay, what is this voice inside of my head, A? Who is this voice in my head? Is it me? Yeah. And then I realized that it's really not me the voice that you hear inside of your head is not you yeah you are the awareness experiencing hearing the voice experiencing this life mm. and ha and having this you know this journey yeah so then i i, I tried a simple practice bro and, and it sounds crazy but during the pandemic when i was locked in you know we were locked in and everybody's doom and gloom doom and gloom you're seeing the, the numbers on the tv and, like enjoying ppp and right, right, digging right. himself in deeper holes because yeah. of that like I, the, not me <laughs> I, I did not get a ppp <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the pandemic caused a lot of things but right. for some people made millions some people find themselves like you did so right you, and, you and, and so so through that right i, I began to catch myself in moments of like when my mind would so easily bro go for how everything could go wrong mm -hmm. right and i would stop it and say hey can you just tell me how everything would go right like that voice yeah yeah just, can you tell me? and it's a practice right and and then i started to learn mm -hmm. about breath you, work you asked a question and that's uh, I, I love yeah you asked a question everything in this podcast is, is question based yeah and i like that you 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 took your time to ask a question and you had a mindset shift within that, but go ahead. Correct. So then, so then I just started really like sitting with myself, man, like really uh -huh. being, you know, 
going internally, like within, and, mm-hmm. and, and then I learned the practice of meditation. I had never, like, I grew up in Louisiana, man, you know, like Southern, you know, the South, like mm-hmm. Southern Baptist, like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you're yeah, not yeah. meditating in Southern Baptist, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're not, not at all. You know what I mean? You're singing all. some hymns, you, 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 you're out of church before the football game comes on, you might go to the buffet. I mean, that's, you know, the extent, yeah. the extent of what we was doing, you, you yeah, know? Yeah, pretty much. So, so now... So now, you know, you know what I mean? I learned the practice of meditation. I really began to attempt, and, and it is a practice, to quiet my mind, mm-hmm. to stop the chatter. And at first I was able to do it for, you know, maybe a half second, right? And then I'd feel this immense amount of peace by being able to do that. I like that. And then, I, you know, I'd continue to practice it and continue to practice it and continue to practice it to the point where now, you know, I can have, you know, several hours of that piece. And that is a practice, right? It's like working out, like becoming in shape. And that, and that was the thing that made you awake. That was the thing that woke you up. <sighs> yeah, man. I like that you said, I'm getting goosebumps right now because I literally found something similar to that recently with God too as well. Yeah. So you, you found that you were able to tap into your inner self and just to, it, it wasn't when, because that was a level of focus. That was a level of focus that you Absolutely. had. You was growing you was growing to have that level of focus for longer and longer too. You, like you said, you have that hour of peace. For me, everybody experiences that in a different way where it drives them to success. For me, it's just connecting to my inner self, to my why, to the things that I care about, to the things that I love. And the longer that I see myself connecting and and operating in it and seeing it, for me, it's seeing it. Yes. It's having that vision, having that vision that is in front of me to guide me into give me that if that power to like all right i'm gonna lock in two three hours the whole day 20 yes. like build up that time like you did to have that focus and that leads us to you know the topic for today the topic is you know i want people to understand and know what is vision what is mission and Ooh, the mind the mi- ones man and whoa and the mi- <laughs> and the mindset shift behind it I want people to, there's two mindsets that I want people to have, to really look deep within them, their inner self, whether they know it or they found it now, and if they don't know it, I, in another episode, the next one, I'm going to teach them steps into reconnecting it or to find it, so tap into the next episode, but tune in, <laughs> but looking into your inner self. I it, love it, may I, may I, not to cut you off, no, no, I love ahead. that you're pointing to your sacrum here. Yeah. I love that because... What a lot of people need to understand, first and foremost, with vision and mission, is that your mind, your brain, is only for this realm mm-hmm. on earth, mm-hmm. and it's to think. Yeah, your That's mind. it. Where you're mm. truly communicating with God is in your heart, your sacrum. This is where he's I like that you communicating. That. I like that you said that. Because the reason why I pointed to myself is because that's where I feel, because I'm in this journey in life where I'm... Uh, I'm with God forever, right until the wheels fall off, even after the wheels fall off, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So ever since I found him, I, I, I started to understand this feeling that he gives me when he's touching me, when he's talking to me. And the more I give him my heart, the more he guides me with the Holy Spirit. And my spiritual father taught me that, you know, to really connect and to really move to really connect and to talk to God and to move forward in life, your heart has to be in tune with your mind. Your, oh, head and heart coherence. Yes. So your your mind ha- has those voices. Your mind has these thoughts. Yourself, that the Satan, uh, the devil, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to label it, is there's the enemy and then there's the one that's on your side and then there's you. But the moment you take control and you merge that, that's when 
you connect. That's when you have that focus. That that that's why I was pointing to my sacrum. Yeah, and there's something really cool that we found out within. It's probably within the last ten years or so. Yeah. Um, with modern science, is we used to once believe that we only had neurons in our brain. What do you mean by that? We have neurons in your brain that fire. So when you're meditating, mm -hmm. like you. If you put a brain scan on, you could see the neurons firing. When you think of a thought, that's a neuron firing. Mm -hmm. When you pick your hand up, it fires a neuron, mm -hmm. right? And now we see that there's a tiny layer around your heart that has neurons as well. Oh, really? So that's what you're speaking about is when your head and your heart come together, it's head and heart coherence. Yeah. And it's like you emit a vibration out of you that's like that is like – that is yeah. your prayer. That is what your communication is with God. Yeah. Like, for instance, like so many people, they go to church, right, and they sing the hymns, but they're just going through the motion. You're mm. just singing a song at that point. Yeah. One of the most beautiful things I ever saw was I was in Los Angeles once, and I saw some Buddhist monks, and they were, they were meditating, right, and they were saying this chant. Mm. And, and, I, and I asked one of them, I was like, man, your prayers are beautiful. And he laughed, and he said, you don't see our prayer. Those are the chants that create the energy that we feel inside of our heart. Oh, wow. And that is the prayer. Okay. Because God doesn't speak English, man. Mm -hmm. He, he understands. I mean, yeah, clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't speak Hindu. He doesn't speak maybe a little Cajun from Louisiana. You got to throw the, the, right, the, the Louisiana. Right? right? However, he speaks energy, man. Yeah. He's an energetic being, and he, he penetrates and permeates every facet of this universe, Okay. And once you begin to have the understanding that your thoughts, and if you give enough energy to your thoughts, you can make an impression upon this substance that God has created, right? Mm -hmm. And through, um, through purposeful action towards that, right? Yeah. I guess this would be your mission, so to speak, yeah. right? Towards purposeful action towards that, you can push that into the physical world. Mm -hmm. And, 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 I, and I know a lot of people, you know, they, they speak of manifestation, but it is very much real. I mean, everything that we see in this room, in fact, was once an idea. Yeah. Other than maybe that plant behind it. I love that you said the idea. And that that goes into vision because I like when I talk about these questions and talk about the mindset shifts behind it. I, I like to get practical, of course, to give the, some people some re like a reference point. So I'm going to read this here. Your vision supports your choices your actions. It is also the house of your heart's character and true intention. Your vision can control you and is controlling you. If you don't take control of it and shape it so it's clear what's surrounding your what you're surrounding yourself with, what you expose yourself to and what you receive will shape your vision for you. Mm. And, mm. Oh, and facts, and, big facts. That's beautiful. And your vision is it's, it's like like imagine like a TV. You're watching the TV, right? You see a cartoon, like when you were younger, you was watching cartoons. You saw a cartoon on the TV, right? Somebody had that thought. Somebody had that to the point where they can be able to articulate it and put it on paper. That was that idea. That, that well, was say what it slow. Had. Tell a vision. To tell a vision. You're literally watching someone else's vision. They exactly. wrote a vision for you to consume. Exactly. So that vision and one thing that I, because with the TV show. Oh, the, uh, television program. Definitely. So tell me, tell me, what do you mean when you say by te by television program? So for instance, like, um, you know, we talk about diet a lot, right? Like you yeah. and I are always, uh, always having conversations about, you know, diet and, 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 and it's not so much always what you consume as what you eat, but mm -hmm. it's also what you're consuming musically, spiritually, yeah. through your eyes, everything that is your diet is what are you are consuming, right? Mm -hmm. So TV, 
tell a vision. It's literally telling you a vision. Yeah. Someone wrote a script, right? Well, when you're flipping through the channels, right? You're mm -hmm. flipping through the channels. So you're channeling a vision. Mm, you got you. I see. You see, and, and it's and a television program because it's programming your mind. And I like that you said that. And I'm glad. I'm thank you for Holy Spirit for leading me to ask you to go deeper on that, because people have like this example that I mentioned earlier says and supports that it's a program. You know, your vision is. People can program your vision for you. Your environment can program your vision for you. If you don't take control, if you don't look deep within your inner self, then everything that's externally will guide you down down a path where you ne where your heart never intended to be on. You're speaking about 90% of the population whom you like you, you hear me say all the time like people are asleep. Yeah. It's because they're running on this subconscious program. I mean from mm -hmm. the from the primitive time from zero to seven years old mm -hmm. that's when you're you know you're programmed the most of how to operate within this world yeah well that's where a lot of these subconscious programs come in you know like for instance you go you go outside to go play right and mom says hey be careful right she's mm. casting her subconscious fears upon you unknowingly yeah and then you take that and you internalize it mm. and then your ego that's developing in that time right then goes okay i need to be safe but let's be clear, a lot of people, and, and this is one of the practices that I specialize in with, with the work that I do, is developing a relationship with your ego. Mm -hmm. See, we were never really taught to develop a relationship with it. We always go, our, our ego's not our amigo, or I have this inflated ego, or, yeah, right? All these lies like the right, money Right, but everything. the reality is, is your ego, my friend, is an evolutionary trait, and it's evolved over thousands of years throughout humans. But its sole purpose is to keep you alive. Mm. It doesn't care if you're happy, sad, broke, have money, nothing. You're alive. It's doing its job. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it's 50% right, but it's 50% insanely wrong, bro. Yeah. It's not, you, not you know a doubt I mean? that it's even yeah. close to being and, right. And, and if anybody watching out there has ever doubt that, just... Be conscious when you're taking a shower and watch how you carry both sides of the conversation in your head <laughs> and how it will shift who it's agreeing with, depending on who, what side's agreeing with or winning the conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's facts, right? Yeah. So once you begin to understand that, okay, I have an entity inside of me, if you will, right, that is an evolutionary trait that's, that's protecting me, mm -hmm. okay? So then you can, you can see it when it's projecting and know that it's, for me, and for you, it's like an adolescent boy. Yeah. So it's scared. It's nervous. It has all the fears that's been programmed. It has all these things because it wants to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. So there's times, for instance, where people, I'll use real estate, for instance, right? Uh, because we do a lot of lead generation in real estate, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people in real estate have a fear of rejection to where they are scared to even pick up a phone and make a phone call, right? Well, what is that fear coming from? Where is that fear coming from? Well, it's most likely something that occurred in those primitive years from zero to seven. It's that all the ego that grabbed onto, yes, right? All that programming that they received that they had ignorance to because as a kid, you didn't know. You didn't know these things and you let all these things affect your, your, the ideas God gave you from since birth that you needed to unlock yourself. 100%. And, you know, that leads Ooh, me. Oh, I got chills. You're getting <laughs> powerful in here, brother. <laughs> Definitely. I praise God to that. And, you know, going into that thing, you know, those programming, those ideas and everything, once you have a clear understanding of your vision, once you know what it is, because vision is not a goal. Correct. When you have, most people think, oh, my vision is to 
close 30 sales. My vision is to is to have a have a house, white picket fence, this like that. No. Awesome. No. Awesome, of course. Those are the, those are things but worth the, yeah. reaching. Of course, not yeah. saying not, but once you get there, now you get in the slump like, "Oh, you're you're content. You're going to settle for the basics." You God made us to constantly grow, constantly seek him constantly understand who you are in yourself because there's going to be those external forces that's going to want to bring you down and down so if you settle for that then the enemy's just going to bring you down then you just get settled for that oh, then when it's going to bring you down even more then you're just going to settle for that that's why you have to constantly think about getting that one per being one percent better in your vision uh, my spiritual father prophet curving uh prophet, prophet dr curving did an ad the world i can ministry taught me what vision and mission is and pretty much when you have a vision, you never accomplish it because it's something that you stay under. It's something that yes. it's something that guides you yes. with your vision. You can it's going to guide your decisions. It's going to guide you in asking questions, what questions to ask, because your vision is like, I want to get there. How do I get there? All right. I need to talk to this person. I'm talking to this person. What question do I need to ask them? All right. My, I got to go back to my vision. I want to be this. Da, 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 da. I, I want to stay under that. And you just completely follow that and it's going to constantly guide you you just have to submit to it and accept it but you have to have that connection with your inner self and if you don't have that we're going to talk about that in the next episode and, and you're absolutely right um so one of the things that a coach told me one of my coaches told me once and mm -hmm. if you guys don't have a coach you really should have a coach and that's not a plug for my company by any means it's yeah. just facts no you, you coach know I mean? a, it even a coach said it, a mentor some sort of spiritual guide um, like you mentioned, a spiritual guide, he's, he's a coach for you in, in, in other terms. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, even, on your in, spiritual the, even journey. in the Bible, is you, you have to have a teacher. You have to have a mentor. You Correct. have to have that. So Correct. Ahead. So my coach told me one time, and, man it, man, it hit me like a ton of bricks. He said, Jacob, you will never know your full potential if you don't quit. You will never know your full mm. potential if you don't quit because – your mind is so spectacular, and not just my mind, everyone's, yeah. that you are constantly leveling up, constantly leveling up, constantly, constantly leveling up. So with your, with your vision, you know what I mean? If you set this clear and intent vision and you put purposeful action behind it, you will never know, never know your full potential because you don't quit. There's no cap. Mm -hmm. There's no... Wait, that means no lie now in lingo. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, no, like no, no, lie. no threshold. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I'm an old head, right? Yeah, no so, way, no <laughs> way, no way. However, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no threshold. You, you are this amazing, uh, powerful creature, man. Like, and that's what people, uh, a lot of people, I want them to truly understand is that you are more powerful than you could ever fathom. Yeah, and you just gotta have to want it. Oh, you have to have a burning desire. I think Napoleon Hill's "Stink and Grow Rich," right? Mm. Amazing book if you if you've never read it. Yeah, I and read you it. You have before. to have yeah, you have to have a burning desire. desire, right? Because after all, a vision without purposeful action is just a daydream. Yeah, right. Just day you can still manifest it, whether it's positive or negative. But Correct. most people want it, are disconnected to that desire, and they succumb to what people are giving them. And and if they're receiving all those negative stuff, those negative ideas, they're going to have those daydreams of that too. And they're, they're going to embody that and oh. they're going to receive that and they're going to manifest that. hundred percent. You remember self-talk to self-image to actions to results. And it's yeah, cylindrical. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a constant wheel that's happening. Absolutely. So once you understand your vision, once you have this desire for it, once you have that 
once you make the decision to want it, to go after it, to follow it, to submit to it, you you will see yourself creating a mission. And your mission is just actions that's just going to lead you questions like what this whole podcast is about questions that you're going to ask yourself to create a detailed plan to executing the act of following that fish 100 percent. so one of the things that i love doing like that and, and i've had great success in that is we spoke about meditation earlier right and, mm. and quieting the mind mm. so when you're able to do that and you're able to sit with yourself and, and, and go within and without judgment that's the key man okay yeah. We, we so easily get down on ourselves or so easily get, you know, get into guilt. And, and, and I, I just want everyone to know, like, if you're experiencing guilt for whatever it is that you've done, you're living in the past. You need mm. to get out of that. Understand yeah. that if you're feeling guilt, your mind's in the past. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling fear, you're projecting too far into the future. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Be present. And there's a simple trick, man. You can just ask yourself. You try it right now. I mean, we're aware right now, but seriously, you would go, am I aware of being aware right now? Mm. And whop, you're back to this moment right here. Am I aware of being aware? Okay? Holy Spirit, show me the next step. Amen. I don't have to, I don't have to know the entire route. Show you the next step. Show me the next step. Show you the next step. Just show me the next step. And command him to show you the next step because you're an extension of God. Yeah. I mean, it says in Scripture, you're made in God's image. Well, therefore, you're in control of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to request him to show you. Mm. Command him. I command the Holy Spirit, show me the next step. Show you the next step. Get to there. And it happens. So then we have this amazing thing called an imagination, right? Mm. And as as we've been programmed, as you know, as you get older, they're like, ah, imagination's for kids, imagination's for daydreaming, yeah, right? They, they say, oh, this is for kids, when in Man. the scripture it says we have to be like a kid in spirit See your to life have through your child's eyes, kid, right? To have access to that kingdom, man. Separate, do not separate work from play, Yeah. right? So when you begin to sit with yourself, I challenge people to really begin to allow the imagination to go. And I know that we're going to talk about those questions here in a moment, so I won't, you know what I mean? However, allow the imagination to go. And here, you really want to do it because something quite spectacular is your subconscious doesn't know if you're experiencing the past, the future, or the present moment. It just thinks everything's happening now. Mm -hmm. So as you see that, we were talking about head and heart coherence, right? Mm -hmm. That's why if some people experience trauma and they thinking in the past, they remember it, they oh, have they those same it. emotions, they relive it, and it, and it causes them to either do something dire. Like, the possibilities are endless. Right, and, and in those situations with trauma and things like that, I highly, uh, I highly just give invitations to everyone to attempt to go within, put yourself back in that moment, see yourself as how you were in that moment, mm -hmm. and forgive it. Mm -hmm. Accept it. Yeah, because you can't change it. Yeah, it happened already, yeah. But if you allow it to continue to have the power as if it did then in the present moment, it's just going to repeat itself. We're, we're energetic beings, so the energy will just continue to repeat itself. And it might not be the same exact way, mm -hmm. but you'll know it by the feeling. Yeah. You, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like definitely. the fear of rejection. Definitely. People are now scared to pick up a phone because I give, I'll give you a story of a client that I had once. She had an extreme amount of fear of rejection, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she was scared to pick up the phone. She was a real estate agent. Scared to pick up the phone, That's right? That's every real estate right. agent out there. And I man. asked her, I was like, where, you know, like, let's think about this. Like, where does this fear of rejection come from? 
and we did a visualization exercise, right? And I was like, think about your earliest memory of rejection, okay? And we did a visualization exercise and it put her back when she was like six years old, sitting on the couch with her dad, okay? And she went to go grab her father's hand to hold his hand because her dad was her world. And her entire life, she felt that he shunned her hand. But through this visualization wow. exercise and the subconscious remembering exactly what happened, she saw that he didn't shun her hand. He reached on the table to grab the remote. So her ego, insane, 50% right, 50% insanely wrong, projected her entire life that she was shunned by the man that she loved most and rejected, and therefore that's where that fear of rejection began. Wow. And uh, She sells multi-millions of dollars worth of real estate Once she got over that. Correct. Once she got over that programming that... <laughs> wasn't it, that's crazy you see that's crazy. that's just an example of how they say the mind plays tricks on you and, and absolutely does and that was the same for me because when i was younger my thing was like this pretty much why i based the whole premise of this podcast on questions when i was younger i asked my parents a question they reprimanded me for it i just wanted to understand a little bit about life so i can grow and do the things myself yeah i was a kid but she reprimanded me. She called me Chupet, which means nosy in Creole. Oh, I do know that. Uh, you remember Southern Louisiana? I know Louisiana. Yeah, 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 I know some of it. I know some of it over there. But she, but she reprimanded me for it. And since then, every time I asked a question, I would get that, whether it's from her or somebody else in a minor way. But because I got that that reprim that large reprimand, like like not not even cussing, but just affecting me emotionally, it caused me to inadvertently wire myself a certain way where I developed a stutter. Mm -hmm. I was insecure. I didn't want to talk to people unless I knew them. And even if I knew them, I still felt insecure because my, my own mother did that. That was your ego protecting you because he didn't know that you were going to live if you didn't do that. Exactly. keep you alive. So, and that was the thing. And once I, once I accepted that, once I got out of that, I got counseled and I looked within my inner self. All those steps happened and within finding myself I just kind of let go and just realized, like, yo, I asked it because I want to know the information. And I'm not going to let nothing nothing stop me from wanting that information. And I want to help people unlock that want, that desire to want to ask that. And once I had that, the possibility right now is endless, and you're a product seeing the possibilities. Absolutely. So my question to you would be, since it's a question mindset podcast. Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> my question to you would be, uh, at what point did you forgive your mother f for that action? Like, truly forgave her? So I kind of forgave her, and but not the right way, in a sense. So then it still arises for you at no. time? No, I'm, I'm going to get to that. It's two parts. Okay. So I, I, I'm going back to then. So I for, I, when I first forgave her, it was because I, I forgave her twice. There was the beginning for forgiveness, and then it was a complete forgiveness. Ah, beautiful. So uh, the beginning forgiveness was I forgave her. I accepted the fact that that happened because I'm finding myself now. I'm asking these questions. I'm growing. I have mentors. I have spiritual teachers. I have spiritual father. I'm getting there. and But it was in the sense of I didn't care what she thought. I'm just going to go get it. I'm just I, yeah. I, I, like 
anything she said or whatever, or even just anybody, I took it with a grain of salt and just went to go get it. Went, but that wasn't wise because I was mm-hmm. burning bridges. Uh, your mother is always going to want to love you, of course, but I was burning bridges with other people. I was doing this. I was doing that. But once I understand the premises of why she did that to me and why I was feeling that way, that's what my uh, counselor told me when I, when I, when I was getting therapy. What she, what she told me, I kind of just had that complete forgiveness, and mm-hmm. now I'm walking within the Bible. I'm, I'm honoring her, still listening to her, still taking the knowledge and wisdom that she's giving me, still... Um, dissecting it, using wisdom that I got from my spiritual father on how to do so, and just growing and then just still honoring her, being respectful as a son, and now I have more peace because now I unlock myself. I'm asking these questions. I'm growing. I'm reaching that next level, and I'm not disrespecting anybody. I'm not burning any bridges. So it's, it's, it, 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 took, it took two levels of forgiveness for me to pretty much get over that. And, and, and the understanding that, I mean, your mother is doing the best she can. Yeah. She's also operating on subconscious programming that was fed to her, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's just that, you, you know what I mean? And for a long time, man, I mean, we, you know, in my family as well, my family dynamic, we have some nasty programming, yeah. right? And yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we all, you know, every yeah, family, every, every, right? Like every, everyone, everyone right? has their own but thing. It, it hit me, like, when we were talking about, like, you know, when, when we were waking up and things like that, I was like, man, you know, just because my great-great-grandfather was told and then my great grandfather was told it, and then my grandfather was told it, and then it was passed to my father, and then passed to me. Mm. Doesn't necessarily mean it was true. That's a generational curse, man. Correct. You got to break that. So I feel like I'm that person for my family to break that. So it's I've taken the conscious, you know, precedence uh, with my boys to not, uh, at my best ability, right? I catch myself at times going, "Oh wow, I just." <laughs> pass something to them that you know but yeah. again it's part of the evolution of, of this journey and of, of this life that's true that's true um and it's to just know that to not be in judgment of yourself is, is really the key um and not so much of like go and do dirty stuff to people and then oh, i'm not going to judge myself right mm. but in those moments of, of of being a human right of maybe being snippy with my boys over, over something right i mean everyone sees me with my kid i love my children to death but still, it's you know I'm 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 doing the best that I can as well. The same yeah. as everyone else with their children are doing the best they can. And and you know you're doing the best that you can because you had that vision. You ha- you you unlocked your inner self to guide you on that path. You followed your mission to to lead you down that path and following it. And yeah, I love I love that man. That's absolutely beautiful. One that I, I I like to tell my boys each morning as I'm dropping them off at school is you know, like carpe diem, but it's, you know, seize the day, be present in every moment of awareness Mm -hmm. to have what others don't. We must be willing to do what others won't. Yeah. And they, you know, and they embrace that. Um, and, and, and I'm watching them uh, grow immensely, you you know? Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's really, so, so when you sit with yourself, we're talking right to get your vision Mm -hmm. and, and you allow your subconscious to then go and you feel the head and heart coherence when you are seeing on the screen of your imagination, the intended life that you want to have. It is imperative at that point to come out of that and begin to write it on paper to the T, my friend, the same as if we're experiencing this room. Like if you touch this table in your vision, 
you put it. If you ate something, you can taste it. Yeah. If you if you see an amount of money that you choose to have, you see it. I, I tell people invite like be in the bank vault with it. Lay on that money. Smell that money. Mm. Hear that money. You know what I mean? You see a, an amount of business you're doing. Really go through the motions of what it feels like. For instance, you said earlier thirty closings, right? Mm. Really feel what it's like to be at the closing table for each one of those closings. Envision the suits that you have under the clothes. You know what I mean? You're always super sharp dressed at the you office. You too, man. man. Like, My yeah. man's swaggy yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. If you see his yeah. kicks, you'll be yeah. like, oh, man. <laughs> all I got is boots, man. That's nah, it. Nah, I just nah, keep he's looking good. He's, he's looking good. He's looking good. Don't, <laughs> yeah. folks, he's looking good. Don't let him phase you, right? But no, it's that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for so long, we were taught, you know, and, and talking about the subconscious programming, that if you're looking out for yourself, if you're doing for yourself, that's selfish. I, I, I used to believe that, man, and I, I, and I don't any longer. I, I truly believe that we only have the capacity to love others as much as you love yourself. So say, you know, I love my children at a 10, of course, right? Yeah. But if I only love myself at, say, a 5, I'm maxed out at a 10 at that five level. Mm, maxed out. At, yeah. You yes, that's true. Yes, yes. Because if you don't love yourself, like, if you don't have that large love for yourself or acceptance with yourself, how much more are you going to give to the other person? Correct. You know, and, and it's also, you know, the law of reciprocity, right? Like, as much as you give, mm. the more you receive, right? Mm -hmm. That's why it's, it's better to give than to receive, right? Yeah. So, so that's one of the things. Like, so I, I truly began to love myself. And that's what, you, you know, how I began to turn into the person that I am now mm. is that I love myself. I love myself unconditionally, man. Mm. And it's not like, you know, I, oh, I go, you know, drop all this money on myself or spend it. No, but I, I, I do my self-work, right? My self-reflection. I love myself so much that I will not alter my daily practice for anyone. I that's, wake up every key. morning at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I wake up. Yeah, so what, what, I've, what I've been dealing with is um, really – Everybody had so much access into affecting that which you which you kept sacred. Mm -hmm. So you know it's key. It's key. And somebody out there, you need to realize those external factors that's causing you to deviate from that vision, from that mission, and you just need to like ignore that and just oh, continue looking from within. Continue following. Continue and anything negative, you must cut yourself. out of your life immediately, bro. Yes. And, and and that's very difficult at times because that's been mm -hmm. some of my family. You know what I mean? That's been like very close members of my family, some of my dear friends that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Uh, some things that I used to love doing. You know what I mean? I, like I used to love having a few beers or a few drinks on Sunday with friends in football. Yeah. You know, it, for me on my journey, I'm not saying that everyone can't ever have alcohol or consume mm -hmm. any other substance if, that, if that's on their journey what they choose. Yeah. But for me, I knew internally, like internally, like I could feel it, right? Like, I had to, I had to release all vices mm. to have the, the the vision in which I see on the screen of my imagination. Mm, I had to be able key. to let go and and surrender. That's what actually this tattoo in Sanskrit is. It's it's absolute cooperation with the inevitable. Mm. Surrender. Surrender. And it's the guy. You have to surrender. Surrender. We're going to end right there with surrender. But before we get to surrender, my man Jacob has these two questions that. I've done them. I've done the practice myself, but mm -hmm. I want him to share with you guys to, you know, 
have access to that vision, to surrender, to be able to look within yourself, take that time to pause and begin your journey here if this is your first time or if you're on that journey, they use this as a resource to con to reconnect with it if you see yourself deviating because of these Absolutely. external factors. So the two questions, uh, my friend, as you know, we've, we've done this practice before and, and, and you know it's extremely powerful. Um, there is a, a bit of a premise with it, right? So, so first and foremost, uh, you have to be 100% completely honest with yourself when you ask these questions. Mm -hmm. um, because if you are not, how can you expect anyone or any creature or anything in this universe to be honest with you if you yourself cannot be honest with yourself? Yeah, right. definitely. Okay, so the very first question is this, and it's going to hit a lot of viewers like in the gut because it used to hit me in the gut all the time. And I'll be fully transparent of what mine was Mm -hmm. And for years, I was unwilling to face it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy, right? <laughs> even being the coach that I was, even the mindset coach, er everything, and, and I still would not face this. Yeah, we all have our own problems that we dealt with. So it's this. The question is this. What are you doing every day, consciously or subconsciously, that is self-sabotaging your life? Say that again. I'll say that again. What are you doing? What are you doing? Every day. Every day. Consciously? Consciously? Or subconsciously? Or subconsciously. That is self-sabotaging your life. That is self-sabotaging your life. And you have to take a moment, take a deep couple deep breaths, center yourself and just ask yourself that question. Correct. What is the next question? Well, you'll notice that after you well, the premise of that is whatever your subconscious tells you in that moment, you have mm. to cut it out of your life like cancer, man. Like oh man, quickness. yeah, yeah, like oh, de hesitate. definitely, yeah. If you if you're, you're honest, blocking with, your blessings. Yeah, bro. if you're honest with yourself and you say these things and let you, yet you find yourself still walking into those things. <sighs> all right, now you have to really get therapy and counseling and be upfront and honest with somebody else so they can help get you. Get a mindset you coach that. to help you. Leave <laughs> 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 no, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. No, but seriously, like, right? Go so, ahead. so for mine, I used, I used to, I, I used to tell people that it was alcohol, but it wasn't, it wasn't alcohol. It was a consumption of marijuana mm -hmm. because I had from the military and everything and then getting off of antidepressants and whatnot. Right. And I don't take any, any medication. Uh, I'm completely 100% sober within my mm -hmm. uh, walk of experience now yeah. because what is there to alter of this perfect expression? Yeah, man. Right? Especially when God taps in and just <sighs> emphasizes that. It's powerful, with the Holy bro. Yeah, right? definitely. Like, it's powerful. So the second question is, and you'll notice they intertwine almost like DNA, right? Uh -huh. Is what is the best possible outcome for Jacob's life? Mm. So if I'm not self-sabotaging myself, what is the best possible outcome of this experience for me then? Yeah. And then that's where you let your imagination go. And that's what I, we were referring earlier, where you, if you touch the table, you feel the table, you know what color the floor is, you taste it, yeah. everything. <laughs> like you put your subconscious there because it doesn't know that it's a projection. It feels that it's yeah. there. And once you feel the head and heart come together, we're talking about head and heart coherence yeah, earlier, yeah. right? You're going to emit a vibration. And you know exactly the feeling I'm talking about because you feel it when you're praising God, when you're really in praise, I, right? I know some of or, these people who or, see me in church. Right, see right, that, right. Yeah. That, that is that. Or, or for people who are parents, that parent love, right? Or someone who's 
deeply in love with their partner when they're making love to their partner. That's the same, you know, that head and heart coherence, right? Mm. That is God's love. That is what you're experiencing, right? So when you admit that vibration, right, and you're seeing all that, you know that that is a real, true, and factual outcome for your existence. And it's a true possibility. Mm as long as you're not self-sabotaging. Yeah. So now that becomes your compass. So every single day you write, that, you write that stuff down, not every single day, but every single day you tune to that feeling, right? Yeah. And whatever you wrote on mm. that piece of paper, you fold up, and my wallet's over there, I put it on the floor over there. However, I have it in my wallet. So every single day I touch the wallet, my subconscious knows that that's written in there, right? Mm. So now you have cognitive. Oh, because you have it. Con- I yeah, like that. Now you I like have cognitive that. recollection, meaning your mind already knows, and then you retune to that vibration and you feel it because you're bringing that future to you. Yeah. So if you ever feel disconnected with that, you sit, you get back with God. Hey, what am I? What am I doing? Well, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, for me. And then whoop. Oh man. You tune deep. right back in, and you're right back towards that mission that you see. Talk about mission and vision. That's your mission and vision is to tune to that frequency. Amen. So Amen. yeah, mine was weed, bro. <laughs> Say. And and I and I and I and I say it and I say it, you know, without judgment, without getting on myself. And yeah, the moment every- that I cut that substance out of my life, everything fell into place. Yeah. Leader right. sharpening grew like crazy. My real estate investments grew like crazy. I think we're. Uh, about to be in what four states with our properties that's good uh, you know what I mean I, I began to help young entrepreneurs uh, with the r- really able to meet them where they're at to then help them right so if they need funding I was able to find like, it's just working out man like yeah. I was just like here you, oh you need to open this door here you go oh you, you need that one here you go like it's not even a struggle anymore the struggle was all within my mind. It was yeah. the illusion. Once you, oh, act- you got me going on that one. We're about to end. You got <laughs> yeah, me going on that one. Definitely. Once you, once you access that, once you look within your inner self, once you take the time, surrender, ask yourself these two questions as a resource, you will see growth. You will see yourself having access and slightly opening that door. I need when you ask yourself these questions and you're at the imagination portion and you know these things, you start your your imagination goes wild on what these things are. See yourself also opening that door to that path. Absolutely. So my name is Olivia J. Darcy's the Question Mindset Podcast, helping you do the do to do life well. Peace. Peace, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate that, man.